Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. You know, I listen to Bickley and Murata. Terrific show, by the way. I really enjoy it. Bickley and Murata mornings from 6 to 10. Bickley and Murata. It's the greatest show on earth. Bickley and Murata. Good morning and welcome. Dan Bickley. Sports, man. Sports. Vince Murata. It's a power-packed morning zoo. Are you kidding me? Bickley and Murata. Bigly and Murata. I love this show. This is the greatest show in the history of radio. It's the greatest radio show ever. Bigly and Murata. I hate everything about this show. This is the worst show in the world. Good morning, happy Friday Valley sports fans. We have made it to the end of a long and grinding week. We've got Vince Murata doing updates. We've got Sarah Cazell on day three of sick leave. We've got Jared Carlin... Boy, what are, doing so, this thing. what are we going to get from Jared Carlin today? You've had yourself quite a week, Jared. You have, and I, and listen, it was very. I think it was very smart of you to uh, to appeal to our uh, humane sides, and you basically said, "Go easy, meet uh, easy on me today, guys. Just please go easy on me today." <laughs> Vince has been very nice to volunteer to do the updates because otherwise it would be me doing updates, yeah. social studies, mm-hmm. um, rush hour reboot, sports kebab, way too, too much, much Jared, too much yeah. Jared. I I don't yeah. even like hearing myself yeah. in my own head that no, much. No, I think you do. I think you do. Oh, well. but, but, but I. But, that but is unequivocally there's false. A, there's a level of too much self-awareness that comes with doing the updates and doing all these things that Sarah does so well, so seamlessly well. Yeah. Yes. It's, it, amazing how, it's amazing how Sarah reestablishes her value when she's gone. Like yes. That, it's like that all year Steve Nash was gone, and people are like, wow, he might be the MVP. Yes. You guys are the same way. I wanted one. to do more, but I can't. I don't know how to run the board. It's been too long. I wanted to run the board for you, too. That'd be great. <laughs> I don't know how to run the board I'd, either. So. I'd like to do more. I don't know how to do anything. No, you're good. See, the thing is, unlike the other shows, when Vince is out, you drive. Yeah. You're very capable of doing that. Yes. I like to drive. Maybe a little too fast for Vinny's taste, yeah. but I like to drive. Leadfoot Bickley. <laughs> Before we get going, I today. have to say this real, real mm-hmm. quick. Yeah. Uh, I, our show's chances of winning a championship this season are very, very affected by the lack of depth. <laughs> but depth is highly overrated. Except, see, yeah, we're see? getting we're getting reps in all the different areas. That, though, is, so that is true. This is the, yeah, no, I think this is interesting. This we're is building this, there's some KD book vibe here. There's definitely some DA vibe back there with you. Definitely, yeah. Ain't that yeah. something? Ain't that something? <laughs> a childish adult who went to U of A. That's right. true. Listen, before we get started, I want to acknowledge this because there are some people on this planet um, who were here way ahead of their time. Right? Mm-hmm. Muhammad Ali, David Bowie, Pete Maravich is one of these dudes who was on this planet way ahead of his time. He was a basketball player that, that created Showtime long before Magic Johnson ever did. Yes. And he was, he's one of these black and white footage, um, tube sock wearing, you know, old school dudes, right? Flowing hair, robe striking. <laughs> he, he was so good. 
and so entertaining to watch. He's got an NCAA scoring record that was in jeopardy last night. A kid from Detroit Mercy. Uh, yeah. You know this story. I do. Okay, so this kid had this record in its cro- in his crosshairs. He gets hurt. He doesn't get the record. So Pete Maravich's record is still standing this morning. By three points. By three points. This kid plays for a team that's 14 and 19. Are they going to get invited to a postseason tournament because this kid is chasing a record? I wouldn't. He said he would like to keep playing, and they'll accept any invitation they get. The only reason they would get the invitation is so they could break the record. Little that grimy. Would be, that would be messing with the basketball yes. gods and all kinds of karma. Because yes. you know what, Vic? Pete Maravich set that record in... I have it here in front of me. Um... You remember those LSU teams, why did, don't you, Vinny? Why did postseason stats count in? Three seasons, 83 games, mm-hmm. Pete Maravich set that record. Mm-hmm. Antoine Davis has played five full seasons in 144 <laughs> games. He wow. played 61 more college basketball games than Pete Maravich. Wow. Congratulations on getting close, Antoine. Don't break this record. I totally agree with you. I'm glad that we're in alignment on yes. that. So so all you youngsters in the audience, look up Pete Maravich if if it, if the mood strikes you. But then again, you're a young person and you don't care about history. So don't Pete worry. Pete Maravich <laughs> played before I was born. It's before I was a Live. What How do I care about that? about that? How'd you do in history class, by the way? Yeah, right. The younger generation has such disdain for us, they don't even want any part of our history. There's never, ever, in all of history, been more information available. Yes. Easier. So true. And yet, so true. And no appetite for it. So true. All right, start the show, Jarrett. Splash, splash. The stories making waves in the sports world. The splash. Animal. Animal coming. The Splash, brought to you by Presidential Pools, Arizona's number one pool builder. See why at presidentialpools.com. No Kevin Durant on the injury report. He's a go for the second game in a Suns uniform tonight as uh, Phoenix visits the Chicago Bulls at United Center. Suns have split the first two games of a four-game trip. They lost to Milwaukee on Sunday. Of course, won Durant's debut Wednesday in Charlotte. Terrence Ross could be back. He's been upgraded to questionable. Andrew Shamit remains out. Bulls are 29-34, 11th in the Eastern Conference, but they've won three of their last four. Suns won by 19 back in late November between these two teams. Tip-off six. Pre-game coverage starts at 5.30 on the Arizona Sports app. Yeah, I disagree with everything you just said. To me, the Suns are 1-0 on the season. <laughs> everything that happened prior does not. It doesn't wow. even matter. They're 1-0, and Vinny, in my book. Undefeated. <laughs> They're undefeated. Uh, last night in the NBA, a wild game in Dallas as the Mavericks hung Hung on to topple Philadelphia, 133-126. Luka Doncic, Kyrie Irving combined for 82 points, each going over uh, 40. Luka had 42 and 12 assists. Kyrie had 40. Golden State won its fourth straight game, 115-91 over the Clippers. Jordan Poole had 34. By the way, for anybody who's paying attention, and I certainly am, the Clippers are (laughs) 0-4. Now with Russell Westbrook on the floor. uh, Then there's uh, quite a a piece of video coming out of that game where Draymond Green is like... 12 feet away from Russell Westbrook. Just saying, shoot the ball if you want, man. Take that open 18-footer. I don't think you want to. Feel free. Feel free. According to Chris Haynes of TNT, Steph Curry plans on returning from his leg injury Sunday against the Lakers. Curry has not played since February 4th. And uh, we talked about Goran Dragic getting uh, released by the Chicago Bulls. The front runners to sign him, the Milwaukee Bucks. And why is that? Mm -hmm. Because the Bucks have everybody. Do they have enough roster spots for all these guys? I don't know. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, college Hoops, UCLA dominated the second half. They pulled away from ASU 79-61 last night. Jaime Hawk has 26 points for the Bruins. Arizona beat USC 87-81 as Julius Tabellis had 25 points, 10 rebounds for Arizona. 25th win for the Cats. Boogie Ellis had 35 in the loss for USC. I just wanted to say Boogie. Boogie. Um... A couple of uh, prospects for the Arizona Cardinals at number three in the upcoming NFL draft spoke this week at the Combine uh, and, you know, in general terms about the Cardinals. Texas Tech edge rusher Tyree Wilson said, Arizona has a new head coach, new GM. I'd be excited to play for that and start the rebuild of Arizona. Alabama's edge player, Will Anderson, also spoke about new Cardinals uh, head coach Jonathan Gannon saying, quote, you can see what the coach did at Philadelphia. He had his guys on the edge going. That's something I really like. Get on the edge and go, so I'm very excited about that. Yeah. Uh, these guys will say, I mean, they'll say anything sure. to, to be drafted higher. Yes. Um, if you're a football fan, part of the routine during football season is you come in on Monday and you complain to your coworkers about the officiating. Uh-huh. <laughs> you won't be complaining about Jerome Boger this year. He's hanging it up. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Boger really? has been a crew chief since 2006. He worked six playoff games and one Super Bowl. The end of an error. <laughs> And I, I'm, I feel confident in saying Jerome Boger will not find his way into the broadcast booth. <laughs> Listen, I, I don't think Jerome Boger is as bad as, say, Angel Hernandez no. is at his job. But but I'm not sure there's an official in any sport who gives less confidence when he gets on the microphone to speak. Yes. And there's sometimes where there's facial expressions like, what did <laughs> I just say? What did I just yeah. say? Uh, what am I saying? Coyotes made a couple trades yesterday. Goalie John Gillies to Columbus for the contract of Jakob Voracek in a sixth-round pick. Uh, the Yotes also dealt forward Nick Bugstad and defenseman Cam Deneen to Edmonton for a 23-year-old uh, defenseman Michael Kesselring. The Yotes are uh, hosting Carolina tonight at Demolit Arena at 7. The Boston Bruins, by the way, beat Buffalo 7-1, to setting a new record fastest team in NHL history Crazy. to 100 points. They are 48-8-5 through 61 games. It, it, yes. This is a truly dominant hockey team that has just gone bam. Thank yeah. God. Finally something nice for Boston sports. I yeah, know. Yeah, wow. It's been so long. The drought has been long and arduous for those fans. Uh, D-backs and Dodgers settled for a 5-5 Cactus League tie at Camelback Ranch. Snakes rallied from a 5-1 deficit. Four runs in the seventh on a two-run single by Alec Thomas and then a two-run double from Emmanuel Rivera. D-back starter Ryan Nelson allowed four hits and three Three earned runs in one and two-thirds innings of work. His spring ERA now 23.63. That ain't good as he continues to try and uh, nail down the fifth starter spot. In the rotation, Snakes are at uh, Salt River Field today hosting the Mariners at 110. And in the world of golf, former Sun Devil John Rahm is on fire. Fire. Seven under 65, the leader heading into today's second round of the Arnold Palmer Invitational He's so in good. Orlando. How's that? How's that for next level analysis? Yeah. He's so good. Uh, that guy's like uh, good like really Golf good or something. He's ranked like number one. Jared, why don't you go out and watch the Diamondbacks today? Maybe Corbin Carroll hit a triple. Maybe you can watch him oh. speed around the bases. <laughs> <laughs> Going from first to third. Nothing like it, Jared. <laughs> Man, you look like you're about to poop your pants. Oh, that's fantastic. There you go. There is your splash for Friday, March 3rd. Let's Coming up go. next. 
The Suns playing just their second game this season. Yes. According to Dan yes. Bickley. That's my Can they story. make it 2-0? <laughs> we'll get into all things Kevin Durant next. It's Bickley and Murata. Mornings live from the Option Community Studios here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Dan Bickley, Vince Murata. Bickley and Murata Mornings. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Chris Paul, double team, finds Durant top of the arc. He turns, then drives on Oubre, jumper up from the free throw line. Good again for KD, who's got it cooking in the fourth. He's 10 out of 14 on the night, 23 points for the Suns, and they lead it by 11. Yeah, a lot of nerves. I done played in almost a thousand basketball games, but uh, today I was uh, today I was nervous. You know, I was, it's a new team, new group. I want to do well, want to play hard for them, and, and be coachable. So I was thinking about all of that today. But once the ball was tipped, my teammates were incredible and making me comfortable. And I just try to go out there and play my game. Experiment one with Kevin Durant, a success. Made his debut for the Suns Wednesday. They beat the uh, Charlotte Hornets. Durant was. Uh, not spectacular, but he was Kevin Durant. He hit 10 of 15 shots, scored 23 points in just under 27 minutes and looked very comfortable yep. in doing that. And I think it's refreshing to hear a player like Kevin Durant talk about it. I played a 1,000 basketball games, but uh, I was nervous for this one. Yeah. Because this is something we haven't talked about much on this show in this whole experience, Bick, that... Um, this is new for Kevin Durant. He plays on different. He's played on different teams. He, he's he's jumped from team to team. He's never mm-hmm. been traded before, and to be traded in the middle of the season, if you've never done it before, that's got to be a, a tough transition, especially when you have time to think about it. Mm-hmm. Which Kevin Durant did. Almost three weeks passed between the trade and well, his debut. But I'd say he handled his first test yeah, pretty well. I do think that that's probably very odd to, to be playing oh, yeah. to, to be playing at a very high level for the Brooklyn Nets to get injured and then to to be out long enough where your next game is with another team. That has to be very odd. Yeah, that that's got to be a very very strange feeling. And he said in that in that podcast too about when the trade went down. Yes, there's been rumors about Kevin Durant to Phoenix since last summer. Mm-hmm. But the day of the trade, he said it basically came out of left field. He, you know, he had his conversation, didn't look like it was going to happen. There's been a couple of articles that have outlined how the Suns did make that happen, but mm-hmm. I don't think he expected to get traded. Well, I don't think it, well, yeah, I don't think anybody expected that to come down the way it did. I no. think it, I think it surprised everybody, James Jones included. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, it, it came down to the fact that Matt Ishbia came in, com- um, authorized and completely upped the offer to Brooklyn in order to make it happen, and he did. He just, he, he sort of just gave up what he had to do to make that thing happen immediately. So, yeah, I'm sure it was weird for everybody involved. I thought Kevin Durant handled it terrifically. I really I do. do. I, I think that he didn't force too much. He he played a, a a basketball game that seemed to look very easy because I don't think there was much that he forced. You know, he 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 took the ball and drove with it a few times. Mm-hmm. He took open shots a few times. He moved the ball along a few times. Blocked a couple of shots. I I, I think it was a real professional effort from a guy who's been doing this a long time and knew better than to. Uh, he didn't go out there acting like he had to impress anybody. And if any, if we've learned anything about Kevin Durant, he, there's this is a this is a, a subject with him. Oh, they, yeah. he, he doesn't need to impress anybody. Yeah, 
but he did feel the pressure to perform for his teammates. Well, there's no which, doubt, which is cool. And and this is and this is the really the wild card in all of this because Kevin Durant now has been on a lot of different basketball teams. Kevin Durant, you know, don't underestimate what it does for the mindset of a young basketball player to be part of a team that moves out of a city uh, and basically jilts a fan base through an owner's doings and not anybody on the basketball team. He was part of a Seattle Supersonics team that should have never left that market. Yeah. And so that that's how Kevin Durant's career began. He went from being in Seattle to suddenly, okay, we're all up and moving to Oklahoma City. What? Mm-hmm. Well, that's what you're doing. Okay. And but all the places he's been, I, I think he's had a variety of different experiences, but I, I, I can I can guarantee he's never had what he's about to feel from this fan base. He's about to get a lot of free love from a fan base that might confuse him a little bit. I think it's going to overwhelm him because in his mind, I've not done anything for you people yet. Mm-hmm. But he's going to get, he's going to get, I mean, he's going to get a hero's welcome. You know that. We all know that. We know how this town rolls. Yeah, I mean, in, in similar situations. I mean, the Shaquille O'Neal example just popped into my head. Shaq, that was a, that, in real time, I thought that was a bad trade. But the excitement of having a global superstar like Shaquille O'Neal come into town, and the first thing he does is point to his ring finger saying, hey, look what you're going to get, mm-hmm. Phoenix. And yeah. He got the hero's welcome. It didn't work out. This is a lot different than that because, mm-hmm. you know, Shaq was on the back nine of his career. I mean, he might have been at hole 16 when he got to Phoenix, quite honestly. Kevin Durant is still very much in his prime. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't get much more exciting than this. But you're right. He, he, he's. I think he was moved at the press conference. You were there. He yeah. got emotional when talking about Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. And when you consider his, his history in the league, he's had both ends of the spectrum. In Oklahoma City, he had a very, you know, successful partnership with Russell Westbrook. Mm-hmm. But we all know that Russell Westbrook's not the easiest guy to get along with. Team mm-hmm. on the floor. Finally, that ended. He went into a situation which is very much like the situation in Phoenix. And it, that one was, you know, Phoenix on steroids when he joined Golden State. But just a bunch of guys who were very good at playing basketball, playing together. They made things very easy on Kevin Durant. Mm-hmm. And he delivered. Then yeah. he goes to, you know, he goes to Brooklyn after that, which couldn't have been more dysfunctional. And he's probably got that that relief again. Hey, mm-hmm. I don't have to deal with all the crap that I dealt with. And, you know, you know the, well, the stuff that yeah. weighs on you. Yeah. Uh, like, you know, because he doesn't want to do that. Stuff. No, that's the whole thing. Yeah. Like, Chris Paul comes to Phoenix and Chris Paul. Part of being um, in the Chris Paul experience is he's the guy that is going to come in and take control of things. It, it, he's going to implement the way he likes to do things, and, and he's going to be that guy. Kevin Durant just the opposite. He wants to come into a place and just and just fit in. Then when it's time to play basketball, he's got no problem standing out. Mm-hmm. But but the rest of it all, the leading a team, he's got no. There's no interest in that. I mean, you could see this on display last year when. Everybody during during the Kyrie Irving COVID fiasco, when he's part of a basketball team that theoretically was good enough to win a championship, yet they had only limited use of one of their stars, it, it never bothered KD. And and it, I remember we had many discussions like, wouldn't that bother you if 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 that were you? Uh, again, you're going to respect the guy's personal choice to be vaccinated, yeah. but if you are standing between me and that championship trophy, there's going to be some issues. But even in 2021, you can make a very compelling argument that the the, the Brooklyn Nets were literally an inch away from winning a no, championship. That's true. When you Kevin could. Durant was on the his foot was on the line, it was a two instead of a three. 
that loomed large in that series with Milwaukee, and instead Milwaukee goes to the finals and beats the Suns. <sighs> How would history exactly. have changed yeah. all the tendrils that could have come from that? Oh, you're exactly right. I mean, is it Nets and Suns, you know, is there some sort of fire that's built there that Kevin Durant would not want to consider coming to Phoenix after that? I mean, it was that close to happening. What a weird word you chose to Tendrils. use there. Tendril. Yeah. Yeah. Why that, did you use that word? Because, you know, I, don't, like, I, do, yeah, 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 I think like, it kind of, I, I was thinking like. You were thinking tentacles, weren't you? No, oh, I, okay. I was thinking tendrils. Because I, I was thinking the stuff that could all have come out from that. What if the Suns would have beaten the Nets? That could have a different path would have gone. What if mm. the Nets beat the Suns? Mm. Then a different path where Kevin Durant probably is happy in Brooklyn. What what do the Suns do after that? Uh, you know, so many. What does Milwaukee do? All because of, you know his foot was on the line. It's, yeah. like, it's like that Gwyneth Paltrow movie, Sliding Doors. <laughs> I never saw that one. I never got. Yeah, I don't think through. I saw that one either. But that's but that's that's not a that's the story of sports, man. Yeah, you know, it's uh, the blade of grass theory. Yeah, exactly. Uh, win lower-level tickets to see Kevin Durant's first home game as a son. Just text KD to 620-620. That'll enter you for a chance to win lower-level tickets to see the Suns play the Thunder next Wednesday and two Kevin Durant jerseys. Once again, to get entered, text KD to 620-620. Coming up next, a report coming from the Combine on what the Cardinals might be willing to do and some other items from the NFL Combine. Straight ahead, it's Bickley and Murata mornings here on this Friday. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Kendrell. Dan Bickley, Vince Morata. Bickley and Morata mornings. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Another interesting spot, number three for the Arizona Cardinals. We we may get quarterback bang bang one two, putting the Cardinals in a perfect position. Could they take the best position player on the board? Maybe it's Will Anderson going to put on a show here behind me today. That's a possibility. New general manager Monty Austinford also was pretty clear. He's open for business as well. They're going to be prepared to pick again. Got a great draft spot, but could that be for sale as well? Could we get quarterback, quarterback, quarterback? One, two, three. That is going to be fascinating to watch over the course of the next couple months. That's Ian Rappaport from NFL Network on the Cardinals' place at number three. It's a report. There's not much new there. We've talked about the possibilities, and Monty Ford has the flexibility he has with a lot of needs going into this offseason. Very possible that the Cardinals could listen to and maybe execute a trade for that number three overall pick. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Will Anderson did work out yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jared, I'm trying to have patience, man. Okay, listen. So in the in the case of this, what were we talking about, Vinny? Uh, Cardinals and flexibility yeah, at number yeah. three. Yes. Okay. The idea of quarterbacks going one, two, three that seems a little preposterous to me. But again, this is why I've said this about this Anthony Richardson kid for the for the longest time because we've seen this before. We've seen teams do inexplic- inexplicable things based on potential of raw quarterbacks. We saw it most recently with Trey Lance. There's any number of examples of teams doing crazy things nearing draft day to get quarterbacks, what the Bears did to get Mitchell Trubisky 
for goodness sakes. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so, so there's there is this there is this feeling, and and it's very real that Anthony Richardson, over the course of whatever happens, the big day for quarterbacks is what Saturday, so yes. it's tomorrow. Uh-huh. So tomorrow is a day that that could be very impactful in terms of where this whole thing is going, and then then we get all the digesting of it in the coming weeks and the hype, and where does that lead you? Where does the hype train go? We've seen this before. So people are going, that quarterbacks aren't going to go one, two, three. Well, the Jalen Carter thing has changed the calculus, mm-hmm. first of all. He's back in Indianapolis, He's, by the he's way. back in Indi- Indianapolis. And the Anthony Richardson thing, if you're a team that needs a quarter, kind of needs a quarterback, you might fall in love with this kid's potential. Because that's what it is. It's potential. Yes. But there's a ton of it with that kid. There's, um, you know, the edge players worked out yesterday. And I don't know. I didn't watch any of it. I just read about it. And I read about it because the numbers jumped off the page. And I, he's not a consideration for the Cardinals at number three. But this Nolan Smith kid from mm-hmm. Georgia. Yep. Goodness gracious. 6'2", 238 yep. pounds. Ran a four three nine forty and had a 41 and a half inch vertical. Yeah. That's that's some athleticism right there. He made some money yesterday. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we'll keep you updated on on all the developments there. The, the other development this week in the NFL, I think, has been far more interesting than anything that goes on at the combine, and that was the release of the NFLPA report. Basically, a survey. Thirteen hundred NFL players were asked to fill out a survey on work conditions. For the team that they play for Mm -hmm. in their team facilities. We talked about it yesterday. The Cardinals grades were, they were atrocious. Uh, They were among the worst. Overall, their grade came out to be 31st in the NFL in front of only the Washington Commanders. That's not the company you want to be keeping. Mm -hmm. We talked about it yesterday that this could be a very eye-opening experience for Michael Bidwell. Um, you you learn of other organizations what they're doing gives you an opportunity to improve those conditions so we'll see what happens but we also talked about this isn't normal this kind of survey being conducted and these results no. being publicized is not normal no and when it's bad or you know it's there's probably a buzz about the good teams i mean the minnesota vikings got straight a's but there's some buzz according to ian rapaport too on the flip side and that affects the Cardinals. The use of the F minus is probably the thing that has got that's garnered the most conversations. Like, come on, bro! Like F fine, but F minus? Mm-hmm. It's yeah. extremely interesting. Yeah. I I don't know if they've done this before. I don't remember it if they have. I think for those of us who like sort of live this life a little bit, but don't really, it's a good inkling into like what is it actually like, like inside the facility? What's it actually like? And how do they treat you? How do they handle injuries? How do they handle food? Families like. Fun. Really, really interesting. Yeah. Players, there more people. This took off like I'd awesome. never imagined. Oh, yeah. And it has actually gotten a lot of conversation here in Indianapolis. And, you know, for those who didn't score well, like, my guess is some things will change. Everybody noticed. And I don't know what the NFLPA sort of thought it would be like, but certainly has garnered a lot more publicity than anyone imagined. And I would guess we'll lead to some changes. That's Rappaport from oh, the Pat McAfee Show. There's no doubt things will change. I guarantee you there's going to be, there's suddenly going to be space in the facility that's going to be called uh, daycare or something. Yeah, because it, after this report has come out now, it, I think it would be uh, due diligence for every prospective free agent to to ask of the Cardinals if you are interested in signing here and playing here, you'd say, okay, wh- why did you get all these F-minuses again? What's that all about? 
Oh, well, you see... It's true. F minus is not even a real grace. No, we it, talked about it. That's right. like making a point. It's that's not, right. That's right. That's you're showing excessive vitriol at your employers with the F minus. Uh, the the weaponization of this fascinates me because I don't recall the NFLPA ever doing this before. What prompted them to say let's anonymously survey survey our membership and put them on blast? Yeah, but JC Treader said, yeah, they want to do you know. Improve conditions that needed improvement, mm-hmm. but they also wanted to educate players ahead of the beginning of free agency on what they might be getting into. Okay. Because in that process, it's very much a recruiting yeah. process. Mm-hmm. You're going, and if you're a team, whatever the team may be, you're mm-hmm. going to hit your strong points. And then you know, a lot of people have gone through this, even if you're not an athlete. You get recruited to a new job, you get wined and dined, and all mm-hmm. of a sudden they got you in, in, in the building, and things change. The tone changes. So yeah. uh, that was that was the goal behind this, and I think it will lead to good things for all these teams. I think that's a good exercise to go through. The weird part about it is, in a competitive environment, to have those results published across <laughs> when across you, media, that, yeah. that's a little bit dif- different to deal okay, with. You've been over at the Cardinals facility. Yes. If, if you were an NFL free agent, would that facility preclude you from signing here? Like, for instance, when I look at facilities, I look at ASU basketball, and I say, they need an upgrade. They need a new basketball stadium because if well, I were the young, arena, their their practice facility, the well, weather that's up what center I mean. that's is, what is I fantastic. Mean. That's that's what yeah. I mean. The, yeah. the arena. I'm not talking about their practices, but you're right about that. That place is phenomenal. Um, and and so I, I, when I look at the Cardinals facility, it doesn't necessarily strike me that way. We, you know, I've had limited access of where I've been in that facility. But like I said, it always struck me as old, cool, desert, authentic. Now again, I I haven't been to a lot of team facilities. I've been to the Vikings. It's okay. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I mean, I, uh, I, it, I, again, my, my experience is limited Saints, to the Cardinals. Yeah, I, yeah again, it's, I, I've been to some that are not, are not that good, I, and, and I'm sure there are some that are phenomenal. But we also talked about it yesterday, too, that you know, it's a different world. Football was built on this idea of, of Spartan being tough, not having mm-hmm. a lot and, you know, dealing with a lot. And, and today's athletes have it different. And a lot we, we, we talked about some of the reaction from those those survey results for people who have been football fans for a long time, probably thinking all oh, these players are so sad. Really, they're complaining mm-hmm. about the lack of a daycare. Yeah. But again, you're competing with 31 other organizations, not just in the standings, but also in terms of perception. Yeah, the the one thing you don't want to do though, if you're Michael Bidwell, I this is what this is why I think he more than anybody has to be very cognizant of this because uh-huh. the legacy of his family name, his father had a long-standing reputation as being very frugal. Uh-huh. Very frugal to the point of it being an impediment. But there's a difference between being frugal because you don't have a choice and, and being, being frugal, frugal when you cheap when you do have a choice. A great point. Yeah. Great point. And Michael Bidwell has opportunities to, to correct this like yes. his father didn't have. That's yeah, that's yeah. true. Because he's got the new stadium and he and he, he once promised that that new stadium would uh, would afford him revenue streams to compete yeah. with other football teams. And, and it did. Yeah. I, I, I think you're right. I, I do think this did cause a lot of waves and I do think the F minuses were very, very emphatic and it's it's like you know, that's that's the kind of stuff that's the kind of report you normally get from sweatshops when you learn companies have been you know, operating abroad, overseas, yeah. and, and putting workers in terrible conditions. What kind of grades do the workers give them? F minus. 
You don't think that about professional football teams. And like you said, there's an element to, okay, if you need all these comforts, are you too soft to play football? But that's that's the cost of doing business these days. F minus, also my ge- uh, geometry grade sophomore that's a good year name for a band, man. F minus? F minus. It's a good name for a band. <laughs> <laughs> Coming up next, the Suns are part of it, but my goodness, the Western Conference in the NBA is wide open with about 20 games to go for all these teams. We'll get into the landscape of it next. It's Bickley and Murata mornings on this Friday, live from the Auction Community Studios here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. To Kaminga, to DiVincenzo, back to Kaminga, over to Poole, who relocates and hits a three! Ridiculous! 87-69. Dodges left to Irving, pull up three, left to the circle, it's good! Doncic and Irving had team for 80 points tonight. 42 for Doncic, 38 for Kyrie, 131 to 115. Yeah, Jordan Poole's three on 95-7. The game at San Francisco. The Irving three from 97-1. The Eagle in Dallas. Do they fly high at the Eagle, Vinny? We're flying high. You're home for Dallas Mavericks <laughs> basketball. Ninety-seven-one, the Eagle. A little cool. My Eagle sound cute. I like that. And a little cool mode. Yeah. Remember that song? Wild well, Wild West. I Probably, do. Maybe even more famously because it was sampled by Will Smith. What did the, you? Uh, were you a fan it. of that movie, by the way? The Will Smith Kevin Klein. Never Wild watched Wild it. It, it. I don't looked, think it was as bad as it got agree with you. credit for. It, it, it was entertaining. So horrible. I never watched it. It, it. it did get universally panned. Yeah, yeah it did. Uh, yeah, the West is is wild. Uh, convenient adjective, but it certainly fits. And the Suns are right in the thick of it. As we enter tonight's play, big the Phoenix Suns, thirty four and twenty nine, fourth place. Uh, they are behind. Denver, Memphis, mm-hmm. and Sacramento. Yep. Denver has separated themselves 44 and 19. I think they're comfortably going to be the number one seed. Mm-hmm. Memphis, right now, it could go either way for the Grizzlies. I think that's a very volatile group for a number of different reasons. Their yeah. on court demeanor is volatile, their, their blend of personalities is volatile. You don't know what's happening with John Morant. Who seems to be going off the rails in terms of kind of does, doesn't uh, he? Behavior, yeah. Uh, Sacramento has been a great story this year. I I said it before. I'll say it again. I don't believe the Sacramento Kings are a true player in all of this. Neither do I. Uh, and so you got the Suns at thirty four and twenty nine, Golden State thirty three and thirty, Dallas thirty three and thirty one, the Clippers thirty three and thirty two, mm-hmm. Minnesota thirty two and thirty two, Utah thirty one and thirty two, the Pelicans thirty one and thirty two. The Lakers thirty and thirty three, Portland twenty nine and thirty three, and Oklahoma City twenty eight and thirty four. Mm-hmm. Spots four through thirteen separated by six wins right now. Yeah. Is so. And again, so when we talk about this being wild and crazy, do not conflate that with it being excruciatingly difficult. That's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about um, just the weirdness of this all. You've got the Denver Nuggets sitting at number one with a five-game lead over number two. They're running away with the Western Conference the way the Suns did last year. Mm-hmm. The question becomes, are they going to actually be able to stack playoff series victories? There's going to be incredible pressure on Nikola Jokic to actually win something 
team-wise. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. those MVPs, they come with a cost. You don't know it at the time. You think you're being honored. But now you're being held to a different standard. And now That's you've got to now you got to produce. So there's there's a price tag that comes with them that he's starting to realize, and and that's going to be on full display this year. If the Nuggets is the number one seed, flame out in the first round, then it's yeah, that's well, they may never recover from. Correct it. me if I'm wrong, but refresh my memory. At least one of the two MVPs that Jokic has won the last two years, he won, and the Nuggets had already been eliminated from the playoffs. The NBA loves mm-hmm. to honor their MVP at center court of of, of an arena before a game, a playoff yep. game begins. Yep, they don't want it to be delivered to some horse stable in Serbia. No, which That's has a great ha- point. which has happened. So yeah, that is pressure That's on Nikola point. Jokic, and uh, they got a really yeah. good team. Yeah, you, then now the Grizzlies are a team that earlier in the year, everybody thought they were the team that was going to run away with this thing. Young, athletic, big guy in the middle, um, superstar in John Morant. And this team has, like you said, Vinny, uh, they have just gotten loose in a bad way. This team, for a number two seed, they're 12 and 18 on the road. They're a terrible road team. Mm-hmm. So I, 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 they're one of a few teams that, from a Suns perspective, they're one of a few teams that actually scare me. Yeah. Um, because I'll be honest with you, the Nuggets don't, the Kings clearly don't, the Warriors and their pedigree scares me. Have you I'm seen not. the Warriors away record? Uh, yeah, it's seven bad. and twenty-three. They're really bad. Yeah, they're really, really. But they're starting but again, to put it together. They're just they're that flick of the switch kind of team that I think they they've proven they can do that. And Curry's back on right. Sunday. I I was I was afraid of the Clippers before they acquired Russell Westbrook. They're not going to win with him being a rotational player because nobody does. No, nobody does. They're I, I don't know what they they've, were they've thinking. They've lost four straight, and we got a glimpse of them before they brought Westbrook into the fold. And I had my doubts. I'm like, Terrence Mann, you're mm-hmm. going to start Terrence Mann at the point guard? Mm-hmm. He's really good, and they're limiting what he can do now because they had to implement Russell Westbrook, this ill-fitting piece into their puzzle. Uh, in terms of uh, the Suns, and they're you know, everybody's talking about the Suns now. They get Kevin Durant. He made his debut this week. Vince Carter... NBA great was on uh, Get Up on ESPN, and uh, he's not ready to anoint the Suns just yet. I won't say make the best teams in, in the West yet. I mean, I, I mean, I think they're, they're the popular team is what we want to see. And you look at him like, hmm, this could be good. But let's not disrespect that team that's in first currently right now, the Denver Nuggets, who are playing great basketball. And Nikola Jokic is playing at an MVP level, and they're getting wins. And then there's the Grizzlies, there's the Kings, uh, who are above them as well. Like, if you look at it, the Suns are 10 games out. I said, yes, they could possibly eclipse the Denver Nuggets once KD got acclimated. But at the same time, you look at the Denver Nuggets, they continue to win, and nobody's talking about I'll give them the credit. So not not quite yet. I say the Phoenix Suns are the best. On the same. Wait, did, is he really serious? Does he think people actually think the Suns can overtake the Nuggets for the number one seed in the West? Is that I, what he was saying? I think he may have missed. It sounded like that, but I took it as in a, in a playoff series. Okay. They're not making up 10 games with 19 shows. Yeah. Um, same show, Zach Lowe, uh, how he handicaps those two teams. I think there's something like co-favorites with Denver in the West. I, I just think they're going to be very, very hard to guard with three incredible pull-up jump shooters through the best collection of pick-and-roll ball handling maybe on one team in the history of the NBA. The Nets with 
Harden, Kyrie, and Durant would have something to say about that if they had ever played together. I, and I thought defensively last night, you saw the impact of Durant's size and rebounding on his son's team that's actually been pretty small. But I agree with Vince. I think we're all kind of overlooking Denver. <laughs> I agree with Vince. Right. That's pull yeah, that, that, that's pull that that cut. Yeah, There's a reason that. why the people are, are having those fears about Denver, and we've kind of touched mm-hmm. on them. Yes, they're really good. And if you want to go back, and, and you made the example, Bick, the, the Nuggets are separating themselves this year like the Suns did last year. Mm-hmm. This time last year, everybody was anointing the Suns. They're mm-hmm. the team to beat in the West. There's a reason for that, because they came back stronger from losing in the NBA Finals. The Nuggets, the last two trips, they went out unceremoniously last year in the first round at five games, didn't put much of a fight up against Golden State. And the year before that, the Suns embarrassed them in the playoffs Mm -hmm. and broke the brain of Nikola Jokic in the process in a four-game sweep. That's why there's all this doubt. Fair or not, it's... It's recent history yeah, bias. It's I agree what, with what it. people have seen with their with own that. two eyes. I agree with that. And and then finally to con- complete this look, the Lakers are on the outside. LeBron James now is not even going to be evaluated for three weeks. Uh, he's got a, a fairly serious tendon injury, so he's starting to break down. I, you can see it happen right in front of our eyes. And and now they're in L.A. They're, they're pleading with Anthony Davis to carry this team through the regular season, get in the play-in, and maybe LeBron will be ready for the postseason. Season uh, message to Laker fans: Good luck with that. Yeah, I mean, good luck with they that. They won. They won without both of those guys the other night, and it, it kind of surprised yeah, me. But and, Anthony Davis is hurt again too. Yeah, yeah. And so, and so that that's my point. So the the fact that he can kind of carry a team for twenty games, I don't see that happening. Yep. And then the Pelicans. The Pelicans may not even make it, but they scare me if they do. They got a big win the other night against Portland, but mm-hmm. man, they are just going in the wrong mm-hmm. direction. And they they seem to be pretty rudderless without Zion Williamson, which yeah. is surprising because we saw that team without Zion in the playoffs, and that was a good basketball yeah. team. I uh, So I think this thing is wide open yeah. for the Suns to win. It is. Wide open. You can text your thoughts to the FanDuel text line at 620-620 right now. Coming up next, the Arizona Cardinals have finalized their coaching staff, and Wow. It is younger than you even thought. We'll get into that and more next. It's Bickley and Murata Mornings here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. I agree with Vince.